0: Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we chip away at the stigma of speaking honestly about grief and loss. After losing two of my children over 20 years ago and trying to feel better for years, it finally occurred to me that I could choose to end the struggle. I spent so much time yearning, reading, journaling, meditating, and coaching and in therapy and in prayer, trying to achieve some state of quote-unquote feeling better. What I now know is that was never a worthy goal. Looking back, I wish someone had told me that my job wasn't to feel better, but rather to create life around the holes in my heart. Maybe they did, and I couldn't hear it. But the idea of building life around those holes and around my sorrow rather than fighting against it, could just be a ticket to freedom. I still grieve, but I don't work so hard at hiding it. I've found that telling the truth about it helps me to feel like more of who I actually am. So I created the Healing Path to help you and others do the same and end your struggle. By sharing our experiences in a compassionate environment, we can all stop working so hard to cover our scars and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. Today, I'm chatting about my post on progress. I've been pretty open about the challenges I've faced in trying to share my grief experiences. For many years, I kept the deaths of my daughter Alexis and my son Emmanuel to myself. I wanted to protect others from the awkwardness of my family life, and or just didn't have the courage to show up as me. That all started to give way in my early 40s, when I just couldn't keep stuffing it down. Current day, when I meet someone new, I'm extremely comfortable allowing whatever surfaces to come out in our conversation. Awkward or not, it is what it is. And I know I've made progress in my comfort level, which became clear when I ran into an acquaintance recently that I knew from my late 30s and early 40s. This friendly woman was part of Zach's after-school program when he was in elementary school. For grades K through 5, Zach attended a mainstream school where he participated in a special needs program that allowed him to get the support he needed without missing out on interaction with his typically developing peers. It was a great fit during that time. And Zach enjoyed the couple of hours after school that he could be around the quote unquote regular kids. So when I ran into this woman who was in our daily life, albeit in a limited way, but consistently over a long period of time, I was thrilled to reconnect. I learned about her life and what she's been building since we last saw each other back at the school. When she asked what I was up to, I shared that I had recently resigned from my corporate job and was working more in thought leadership and writing. She then asked what area I was focused on. I told her I was blogging and podcasting mostly about grief and loss and trying to open up these types of conversations. Why? She asked. Well, I guess because I know a lot about it, I responded. This woman looked at me bewildered. Grief and loss wasn't resonating. It only took me a few moments to realize that, of course, she had no idea what I was talking about. During the time in my life that I knew her, I would have never and did not ever share anything about my children who had died. In those days, I was all smiles, confidence, and living in two worlds. In my private world, I was broken. In my public world, I was making lemons out of lemonade. So I brought her up to speed. Oh, right, so you may not know. That we lost Zach's sister Alexis and his brother Emmanuel to the same disease that Zach has lived with, I probably never told you that. She agreed, I'm sorry, I never realized Zach had siblings or you had other children. I replied, That's because in those days I never shared my experiences or my grief. I've been learning not to hide them, and now they roll off my tongue as comfortably as anything does. I hope to help others make that shift as well. I don't know what this woman's response or reaction really was. I don't know what that left her with or what her thoughts about it afterwards may have been. We parted company shortly after our brief conversation. But I didn't have to own her experience. Only my own. That information was now hers to process. And I didn't feel like I'd ruined her day like I used to when I shared my losses to someone who didn't see them coming. My response was undeniably recognizing that I have come a long way towards showing up as myself, also known as progress. If you're grieving, you may feel like a burden to others. I know I did. And it felt awkward And I felt responsible for the experiences and feelings of those around me, whether at a work event, a cocktail party, a networking opportunity, or even just meeting a new person for the first time. I never felt like I could share openly what our lives were like. I thought it was too heavy. It was just too much, too awkward. And there are certainly times where I choose not to open up. It's important that we know who the stewards of our honesty and our experience and our loss are. Not everyone is capable of receiving our truth, but it was amazing for me to realize that this person who I really did like so much had no idea what had happened in our home. For that, I invite everyone to be a little bit more honest, a little bit more open, and allow yourself the progress of hiding in the private world of brokenness and stepping out into the world of who we actually are. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Healing Path. Please visit lisamcfarland.com for more on this and other posts. And of course, we look forward to your input and feedback. Coming soon in a few short months is our digital support community called scars to metals.com. That's S-C-A-R-S, the number two, and the word medals, M-E-D-A-L-S dot com. Until then, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And thank you so much for listening.